Coming up on Locked On Now, NFL, Big Ben and the Pittsburgh Steelers took down the Ravens, and the Chargers ran up the score on the Bengals. Our NFL hosts have the reviews of all of the games for you around the league on Locked On Now. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now, local experts on the biggest stories throughout the NFL. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. To start the show, it came down just to a single point between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday. The division rivalry matchup is our biggest game. The biggest game. Ben Roethlisberger and Deontay Johnson made a big connection on Sunday. T.J. Watt was an absolute nightmare for Lamar Jackson. And Pittsburgh won a grinded-out game over their rival. Locked on Steelers has the recap postgame. I'm Chris Carter with the Locked On Steelers podcast, and your Pittsburgh Steelers were victorious Sunday evening in Pittsburgh, winning 20-19 over the former number one seed in the AFC, Baltimore Ravens. They fall to 8-4. and four. The Steelers rise to 6-5-1. and one. It was an odd game from start to finish. They had this, The Ravens have a 99-yard touchdown drive from Lamar Jackson, but then you see the Steelers' offense step up. Ben Roethlisberger, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Deontay Johnson, two touchdowns, caught them both for 105 yards. And T.J. Watt going ballistic with three and a half sacks. He now leads the NFL with 16 on the season despite playing just 10 games this year. He's on a ridiculous tear. You throw in an interception from Minka Fitzpatrick, a two-point conversion from Pat Fryermuth, and you have the Steelers playmakers making differences all over the field. Plus, the offensive line actually had a good game against what was a defensive line that should have given them a lot more problems. The Pittsburgh Steelers season isn't out yet, and I'll talk more about that on the Locked On Steelers podcast check out youtube apple spotify google podcast odyssey for all our full episodes the washington football team suddenly on a roll as they won their fourth game in a row on sunday it was against the raiders in las vegas ron rivera made some tough calls late and a new kicker coming through clutch in the end What's going on, Washington football team fans? I'm Chris Russell, co-host of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. And you know what? For a second time in six days, the Washington football team won a game they probably shouldn't have won and won it by the same score. 17-15 over the Las Vegas Raiders at Allegiant Stadium on Sunday evening. How did they do it? Brian Johnson, welcome to the squad. The fourth place kicker of the year, Virginia Tech product, second one of those, and a Gonzaga High School product, that's in D.C. if you're unaware, with the game-winning field goal from long range, Ron Rivera gambling after they lined up to go for it on fourth and one, called a timeout, sent the new kicker in, and he got the job done. Then the defense hung on for dear life, including a big pass defense by Bobby McCain on a deep bomb that the Raiders tried to surprise Washington with on the first play of their final series. And Washington wins again 17-15. Taylor Heineke with two touchdown passes wasn't his best performance. The biggest news of worrisome note to come out of this one, Logan Thomas had to leave early. He scored the game's first touchdown, had to leave early after he was hit by Yannick Ngakwe on the knee or just below the knee. His status 
for next week against the Dallas Cowboys unknown, but Washington now 6-6, six and six, winners of four in a row. It's the second four-game winning streak in the second half of Ron Rivera's two seasons at the helm. For more, check out the full-length Locked On Washington football team podcast with David Harrison and myself. Thanks for watching Locked On Now. The Chargers hung 41 on the Bengals in Cincy Sunday afternoon. Justin Herbert and the offense clicking on all cylinders. A happy Locked On Chargers host has the recap for us. Chargers fans, you can now breathe easy. What's up, guys? This is Daniel Wade here from Locked On Chargers coming to you after the Chargers 41-22 win over the Cincinnati Bengals in a game that didn't come easy. After getting out to a 24-0 start, the Chargers offense found their explosive plays again. Three passing plays of 40 or more yards showing off Justin Herbert's arm in that first half. But in the third quarter, the Bengals had come all the way back after two Austin Eckler fumbles, and they had a chance to tie the game with a two-point conversion. The Chargers' defense came through. They get a stop there, makes it 24-22, and the game swung again when Joe Mixon fumbles. Tavon Campbell picks it up and goes 61 yards for the scoop and score touchdown, and the Chargers handled the Bengals the rest of the way. But the Chargers' defense making plays without Joey Bosa, who left early in this game with a hand injury. They end up with four takeaways and six sacks of Joe Burrow, which was great to see and the Chargers pull off a huge win in the AFC which is very crowded and now they're on to the Giants next week but for our full game breakdown and everything Chargers related make sure to check out the new Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel and follow the show wherever you get your podcast from your team every day coming up next the Detroit Lions won a football game don't need to say much more than that we'll have much more on Locked On Now Today's edition of Locked On Now is brought to you by Built Bar. During the holiday season, we all like to have something chocolatey. We like treats. And Built Bar is the best of both worlds because it's made with 100% real chocolate, but it's also high in protein, low in calories, so it's good for you as well. Now, it comes in tons of different flavors. They have new flavors coming out every three to four days, so there's something for everyone. And it's a great gift if you don't know what to get for your friends and family. You can always use them as stocking stuffers. So head over to BuiltBar.com. Use our promo code LOCKED15. That will get you 15% off your order. Just make sure you use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Welcome back to Locked On Now NFL. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. The Detroit Lions finally won, and they did it in dramatic fashion for this week's best performance. The best performance. Hold up, hold up, hold up. The Minnesota Vikings became that team that ended up losing and giving the Lions their first win of the season. It was dramatic as well. Detroit crafted a game-winning drive at the end to take down Minnesota on the final play. The Viking season just keeps getting worse and weirder and crazier at the same time. Our Locked On Vikings host needed to get some fresh air after this last game. Well, Vikings dropped another one, a real embarrassing one this time. What's up, everybody? Luke Brown here from Locked On Vikings. Just trying to clear my head after the Vikings lose 29-27 to the Lions at the buzzer. Hand them their first win, probably their only win of the season, let's be honest. And um, boy, they deserved it. Vikings came out with a putrid first half. They let, they, they trailed 20-6 to at halftime. Come back slowly but surely, this nice steady comeback as they, you know, score a touchdown to go ahead at the two-minute warning just about. And then minute 50 left with a ton of soft coverage, a ton of really, really conservative defensive play. 
uh, the Lions just sort of dinked and dunked their way down. They had a minute 50, so it was pretty comfortable. That was a lot of time. And they uh, go down to score the final touchdown. And fittingly, the final touchdown is scored because Cameron Dantzler was playing six yards off in the end zone and allowed the catch to be made at the goal line. And honestly, that was a pretty good metaphor for the entire game. The Vikings played scared. They were so scared to start this one. They were doing quick passes and screens and stuff. They were scared of, of, of a pass rush. Kirk Cousins was checking down scared. The Vikings are just a fearful team. And if you're afraid of the worst team in the league, you're afraid of everyone, you just don't deserve to be in this league. So I, I think it's pretty clear now. I, I, even the most ardent Zimmer defenders like me are off the train. I, I don't even know if you let them on the plane home. Um, maybe you wait till you're mathematically eliminated just for the formality of it, but I, I just cannot see, unless they win out, go 10-7, and seven, and make the playoffs, I just do not see a justification for keeping anything in this organization. What's worth keeping other than what's already bolted down by being on a rookie contract or on a big extension or something? It's just nothing. Blow it up, rebuild around the pieces that you have, and see if you can't find a way to be competitive in a couple of years. For more on all this, you can find the Locked On Vikings podcast wherever you find your favorite shows. Let's go around the league. Arizona Cardinals got their Kyler Murray-DeAndre Hopkins connection back together, and they were scoring again quickly against the Bears. Chicago didn't make it too difficult for Arizona to take a win out of the Windy City on Sunday. Locked On Cardinals explains. It was like they were never gone. Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins connected on their first drive together back in the lineup in more than three weeks. 38 total days they were out of the lineup for the Arizona Cardinals, but they connect on fourth and two on a 21-yard touchdown strike to go up on the Bears 7-0. The Cardinals then look back. They take out the Bears behind four turnovers from Andy Dalton. Cardinals win 33-22, Alex. Yeah. I mean, this was this was an easy watching game from a, a fan perspective because the Cardinals smacked them in the mouth right away. Two short fields, quick touchdowns, and that was kind of, you know, Cruz have nobody get hurt and go, you know, take on the Rams next week on Monday Night Football at home. Um, Byron Murphy, outstanding. Buda Baker, Jalen Thompson, both with interceptions, showing that they are the best safety duo in the NFL at this point. Um, James Conner still doing James Conner things. You get Chase Edmonds back next week. What this is setting the stage for is the Cardinals to get back to 100% full strength on offense, to get back to that beat you into the ground and put up a 35-burger on you every week mentality, coupled with this defense, makes the Cardinals 1-53 to on game day the best team in the NFL. We're breaking it down. We're recapping the big win on today's episode of Locked on Cardinals. And, of course, all week preparing you for that Monday night showdown the NFC West between the Cardinals and the Rams. Cardinals 10 and 2, 7 and 0 on the road. Follow us on Twitter at LockdownAZCards, at Clancy's Corner, and at Bob Rack. I don't know if we're at the point yet where you can say the Kansas City Chiefs are back to themselves after their game against the Broncos, but Kansas City is back to winning the way we're used to seeing. They're on a five game winning streak. Locked on Chiefs can be happy with a win and a defense that stepped up big time. Well, it wasn't pretty, but the Kansas City Chiefs got it done. They earned the win on Sunday Night Football against the Denver Broncos and are now pulled even with everyone in the AFC lead. This is going to be fun in the West in particular as they continue to fight. I'm Ryan Tracy from Locked On Chiefs. This is a night where they had to get some things done in an unconventional way. Winning ugly 
is still winning and it's good to see them be able to adapt. Is there still frustrations with the offense? There certainly is. Is it good to see the defense be able to pick up the slack and get them secured so they can have this momentum going towards the end of the season? It's a prerequisite for any kind of chance to make a run. And this does, at the end of the day, have to be a full team effort. We're going to get deep into the details this week. Make sure you're listening along over on Locked On Chiefs. The Philadelphia Eagles didn't know they'd be without Jalen Hurts until pretty late in the week, but Minshew Magic took over and took down the New York Jets on Sunday afternoon. Locked On Eagles tells you how Philly kept pace in the NFC wildcard race. The Philadelphia Eagles get a much-needed win against the New York Jets on Sunday, getting to 6-7 and seven on the season, now in possession of that final playoff spot. In the NFC, I'm Lou DiBiase, host of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. The key in this win for me was a much-needed balanced attack on the offensive side of the football. Yeah, Minshew Mania, it hit the Meadowlands. Gardner Minshew with two passing touchdowns today for the Birds. He completed his first 11 attempts, including two touchdowns, to Dallas Goddard. He was accurate. He was timely. He was patient in the pocket. But this team also continued to run the football down opposing defenses' throats. This offensive line did not skip a beat without Jalen Hurts as a threat in the backfield to run over 175 rushing yards yet again for this offense. That's still going to be the blueprint, but they need defenses to respect them as a passing offense. And that was the case today against the Jets. The Eagles are 6-7, and seven, heading into a much-needed bye week as they gear up for a playoff run. Lou DiBiase, Locked On Eagles. Another backup starting in the NFC East as the Giants went with Mike Glennon in for Daniel Jones, but he didn't fare as well as Minshew did for Philly. Our Locked On Giants host fills us in on why the New York offense couldn't get going yet again. The New York Giants were without quarterback Daniel Jones, but it didn't matter as backup Mike Lennon and the offense failed to record a touchdown in the Giants' 20-9 loss to the Miami Dolphins. Hi, everybody. I'm Patricia Traina, host of the Locked on Giants podcast. And Glennon, who was playing in relief of Jones, was under duress a good part of the afternoon, but he didn't exactly help himself with several throws that were high and into traffic. He finished his day 23 of 44 for 187 yards and one interception. Could have easily had more than one, but got away with just the one. As the Giants went three and out on three of their seven possessions in the second half. Now, Miami quarterback Tua Tagliavola finished 30 of 41 for 244 yards and two touchdowns passes as the Dolphins won their fifth straight game. The Giants will head to Tucson, Arizona after this game, where they will spend the week not only adjusting to the West Coast time, but trying to figure out how to jumpstart an anemic offense, which hit, which under play caller Freddie Kitchens has only scored one touchdown in three games, that also including last year's game against the Cleveland Browns in that total. The Giants will face the Los Angeles Chargers next Sunday. For more on the New York Giants, be sure to keep it here on the Locked on Giants podcast. The LA Rams stopped their slide down the NFC standings, and they also snapped three-game losing skid by taking on the Jags and beating up on them as well. Locked on Rams says winning it wasn't complicated for their team. It was just a matter of cleaning up the mistakes. 
the Los Angeles Rams finally get back into the win column with a 37-7 victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm Sosa Kermenges, your host of the Locked on Rams podcast. And while the biggest takeaway for the Los Angeles Rams in this game was finally playing a clean game. No more pick sixes from quarterback Matthew Stafford. No interceptions actually at all. No fumbles lost. The Rams finally put together a complete game on the offensive side of the ball. Once again, Stafford and Cooper Cup reignite their connection there. And not just that, but Stafford also finds Odell Beckham Jr. for a nice touchdown in the end zone on a fade route. And then on the defensive side of the ball, once again, the Rams put together a very impressive performance. The Jaguars could not run the ball to save their lives. Quarterback Trevor Lawrence really harassed in that pocket. And at the end of the day, the Rams played a very different schematic game. A lot more six offensive linemen out on the field, 12 personnel packages, 13 personnel. This was very different than what the Rams have done over the past few weeks. I think head coach Sean McVay finally started to hear some of that outside noise and decided to change it up a little bit. This makes the next game between the Rams and the Cardinals a lot more interesting coming up here on Monday Night Football. If you guys want to hear more about that, well, listen to the Locked on Rams podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Stop me if you've heard this before, but the Jacksonville Jaguars lost and by a big margin. This time to the Rams, Locked on Jags is fed up with what has become of this team. Hey, this is Tony Wiggins with Locked on Jaguars. 37-7 loss in Los Angeles to the Rams. All right, folks, this is just flat out starting to get embarrassing. It's a hard watch. The Jaguars don't have any direction offensively uh, in the parts of their defense that you thought was going to play well today. They actually didn't play well. They allowed the Rams to fix their running game. They were the actual antibiotic to a sick running game that got well today because of Jacksonville. Urban Meyer just ain't it, man. And I don't know if Shai Khan is going to make the move in the offseason, but I don't see any future. I don't see any direction in keeping him or anybody involved with them because the Jacksonville Jaguars are absolutely terrible. The Atlanta Falcons ran with the defending Super Bowl champs for a half and trailed by just a field goal at the break. However, Atlanta didn't score in the second half. Tom Brady continued to look like Tom Brady, and the Bucs got a big win. Our Locked On Falcons host commends Atlanta for looking really good, even if they didn't get the win. A disappointing loss, but some bright spots for the Falcons in their Week 13 loss to the Bucs. I'm Aaron Freeman with Locked On Falcons. There are no moral victories in the NFL, but the Falcons checked a few necessary boxes to play a competitive game against the defending world champs on Sunday. They got off to a fast start with their first opening drive touchdown of the season and then got another score in a different phase of the game. This one coming on a pick six from defensive tackle Marlon Davidson at the end of the first half. That put the Falcons down 20-17 to 17 going into halftime with a chance to take a lead in the second half, but unfortunately their offense stagnated thereafter and the Bucs eventually cruised to a 30-17 to 17 victory. It was a disappointing finish, but represents the most competitive the Falcons have looked against a quality opponent so far in 2021, and now they have a winnable stretch of games coming up and maybe the positives from today's game gives them a bit of a confidence boost so that now they can turn a moral victory into some actual victories to keep their thin playoff hopes alive this season. For more coverage of the Atlanta Falcons, follow Locked On Falcons, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
That's a wrap for us. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every day. For more on the National Football League, you can check out Locked On NFL and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.